0: Welcome back to Excelsior Journeys. This is George Saroy. Thank you so much for being here. And thank you so much for tuning in to all the shows on the Once Upon a Podcast Network. And thank you very much for tuning in here for more than 250 episodes. It's been a great run so far. And we are ending 2023 in a real celebratory style. One of the things that I have mentioned uh, quite a bit when it comes to, when it comes to podcasting is The positive elements that it can bring to other people's lives by really, by really speaking directly to the listener, because it really is a very intimate setting, this uh, very intimate format, the podcasting is. Uh, We have seen that and heard it quite a bit on the Smodcast Internet uh, radio network with with the show Tell 'em Steve Dave, the first show to kinda of spin off a of smodcast, because there have been many people that have reached out to those hosts and said that that it really helped them. It really helped them get through rough times. And that's something that I've always wanted to really celebrate all the goodness that podcasting can bring. And I am so glad that I have a chance to do that this week because my guest this week, Donald Dunn is currently a retired army veteran of over 20 years. His podcast that he started, two drunk dudes in a gun room led him to start a nonprofit called heroes voices media foundation. I'm just so excited to discuss this further with Donald as we go through his story of his foundation and everything that led up to it. It is my honor to present our guest for this week, Donald Dunn. Donald, how are you, sir?
1: Hey, I'm doing good, and I, I want to appreciate you for inviting me on there, George. Looking forward to it.
0: Absolutely. When you when you told me your story and everything that uh, you do, which was uh, which was a message that I received on Podmatch. So once again, a huge shout out to Podmatch for everything that they do, bringing guests and hosts together in ways that go beyond any expectations. They're they're a terrific. They're a terrific app and anyone who is a podcaster who has guests on, you definitely want to get on Podmatch because it will do nothing but improve your show tenfold. It's done that for me and I am really excited to to really get into Donald's story here. And first of all, Donald, I just want to say as I'm sure you've been told many times, thank you so much for your service. That's very very, very much appreciated, and it's something that, uh, as as having a uh, a brother in law who is who also served in the military, it's it's re- it's something that's very special and something that you know it's difficult to repay if if possible at all. So, so thank you very much for everything you did for us. Thank you. Yeah, and now I get to say thank you for everything you're doing for so many people. Tell us a little bit about the foundation.
1: So the foundation came from the radio station that we started our Mm -hmm. flagship project called gunroom radio Mm -hmm. was the first part of this i i found myself you know while i was podcasting it kind of goes in trends sometimes you'll have certain types of guests well for a while there i started getting veteran musicians that were coming on the show and i discovered a problem that they were having which is real similar to the podcast community, you know, you get on Spotify or whichever other platform that you're using and you, it starts out really great. And all of a sudden then you find yourself extremely buried and yeah. your views go down and your stats go down and, and everything else. And for and me, morale again, goes down that,
0: too. And morale right. goes down too with that. Absolutely. With that,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Especially when you're already dealing with other things in in your life as well. Mm -hmm. But for me, it it really, that part of it didn't bother me because the show was basically my therapy, you know, my podcast was, was me talking. So I didn't really notice the problem until I started speaking with them. And then I realized, man, these guys are not, you know, it does matter to them because this is their income. This Mm -hmm. isn't just therapy. This is, you know, this is food and lights and groceries and and everything else that, that they're, they're buying. So I started this radio station called Gunroom radio. Mm-hmm. and uh, I received some help from some other nonprofits. Operation Encore. They kind of guided me through all the legality of it, and uh, we got licensed through BMI and through ASCAP. Oh, wow. And so I, I brought them on, and all, all it is is it's a radio station that plays nothing but veterans' music. So, you know, there is no more algorithms. You know, everybody's song gets played, whether you're the guy that's singing in your bedroom or whether you're the guy that's trying to get on the stage and, and become um, famous. Your music's going to get played, and after doing that, I I said, "Man, you know, it's not just musicians out there. You know, there's there's podcasters and and there's authors and bloggers and poets and and everything else. And we all really got the one thing in common: is we have a story to tell and we want to be heard. That's Um, true, you know." You can talk to just about any of the artists on my radio station, and they will all tell you the same thing: they want you to listen to the music because it resonates with you, not because they're a veteran. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes you need that help to to get to that point where people are are hearing, and that's where we kind of stepped in and and we're providing those platforms to help them get out there. We're providing the connections, so. A lot of the uh, artists was found by Operation Encore through our radio station and got invited down there to go to uh, Camp uh, Healing Ground or Camp Southern Ground with uh, Zach Brown and, and a few other, and they had a writer's convention. It was about writing songs and how the business works and, and uh, you know, a time away from all the hustle and bustle and a time to heal and, and write and, and self, you know, look. And some of those artists, you know, were already known by Operation Encore, but then some of them weren't and they were found through the radio station. And mm-hmm. so at the end of the day what we really want to succeed with is that no matter what form of media you decided is your therapy, yeah. We want to provide a way for you to keep doing it. And it's not that we're under the the assumption that you know if you're a podcasting that's therapy and, and you don't need a counselor or, or anything else. But what that is is it's getting you to talk. I had a lot of stuff bottled up inside me that had affected my life, my family, and uh, sitting there with counselors and, and everybody else just didn't work for me. And mm-hmm. about three quarters of the way through my first season, I realized I was talking about stuff that I never even talked with my family. And I'm talking to other veterans that are on my show that I don't even know. Yeah, And it got me talking, which kept me doing it until, you know, I found the right method and the right help. I'm, I'm now with a support group that I found through my podcast called Warrior's Way Mindset. And mm-hmm. they're not a nonprofit. They're, they're a for-profit business, but it has done amazing things to help me. So that's something else that if, if I would have gave up and, and quit podcasting because I was frustrated over the stats or the cost of the equipment or the, the cost of the memberships that you're using... That's a form of therapy I would have never found. I would have never been where I am today because I would have never had that. And so where where Heroes Voices steps in is, is our goal is to help you continue to do it. Continue mm-hmm. to talk. Continue to tell your story in whatever media that you feel comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And until you can get through it, get help, and get to where you want to be. Whether that means you want to be the next Joe Rogan or you want to be the next Garth Brooks You know, if if this is something that you decide to do full time and and for a living, we're going to help you with that as well. And uh, some of the big projects that we've got coming is uh, we've got a TV channel that will be coming out hopefully here within the next week or two. Mm -hmm. It's going to have two channels on. It's going to be on Roku first and then it'll go into Apple as well. Oh, wow. And uh, it will be one is a podcasting channel. And the other one is going to be what we call MMTV. It's a military music television.
0: Oh, and wow. it's
1: just like the old MTV, except yeah, now these are all the artists that you've never heard of. You've never seen more than likely. Yeah. And they've all got, you know, their music videos that whether they made them with their iPhone or whether, you know, they hired a director to help them, that's, what's going to be played on MMTV. And so those are for the people that are, like I said, trying to, take this to the next level and, and they want to do it for a living. We're, we're out here trying to let the world know that the veterans, you know, when you think of the word veteran, it shouldn't be the word PTSD that you're thinking of with it. Yeah, You know, we have dreams and we have goals and, and things that we put on hold during our service because it wasn't possible. You know, yeah. you're not going to be able to, to pursue a full-time music career if you're active duty in the army constantly moving around and deploying it's just not going to happen yeah you take nine months off of gigging and you've been forgot about in this industry you're no longer relevant that's true yeah so where our goals are is to prevent people from from punishing the veterans in this industry Mm -hmm. and not giving them the opportunity to you know, whether it be the next Garth Brooks or whether it just be somebody that's paying the bills and and living their dream that they loved, that doesn't matter. You know, we want to be, we want to give them that help to get to the levels that they want to get to. And uh, some people just, you know, they realize after they get the stuff off their chest and their voice heard, that's really what they just wanted. And Mm -hmm. from there they can pursue other dreams and goals, whether it be a doctor a lawyer or whatever it is that they want to pursue that, maybe some of their mental uh, um, health strength was just kind of preventing them from being able to do at that time. Cause you know, if you're, if you're fighting PTSD and you're fighting um, anger issues and, and problems at home, it's pretty hard to focus on college and everything else as well. And, yeah. and that's, we just want you know, what's, what's the old saying? I just heard it on my podcast the other day. You know, how do you eat an elephant? That's one bite at a time. Yep. And uh, that's what we want to do is we want to help you, get through that elephant and get to where you want to be.
0: That's wonderful. That is absolutely wonderful. And I love the fact that that you're providing these amazing tools and providing these platforms to get to get the to get whatever is building up inside of all these different all these different service people just get get it out there. Cuz re- like you said, just sometimes that's all it takes. Is just like whatever is bottled up once that once that release valve is hit and you're able to kind of get it out, then that takes so much pressure off. And then all of a sudden they can they can behave just you know like they can, you know, act, you know, like just go ahead and you know, go out there and pursue whatever dreams they have. And yeah. that's that's a wonderful thing. That's that really is.
1: You know, it's 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 frustrating because veterans, you know, especially in the army, I, I'm not gonna speak for all veterans, but mm-hmm. you know, the the so one issue that we have is is the military is going to give you everything you need to survive, all the right. way down to food and water and shelter and, and the basic necessities. Well, one of those things that they also give you is the only emotion that they care for you to use to deal with things, and that's anger. Mm-hmm. So when you get out of the military, every obstacle you run into, you reach into that toolbox of your emotions, and how do I deal with this obstacle? Oh, well, the only tool I have, that's anger. And whether that be taken out on your family, taken out on just on Facebook, blurting things that are getting you banned. And and now you're being isolated again. Yeah. You know, these these same veterans have already went to the VA. It didn't work for them. Mm -hmm. You know, they are looking for another outlet to kind of throw their their feelings and their voice out onto to -hmm. just be heard, whether that becomes a cry for help or just something that they're angry with and don't understand that that part of it doesn't matter. But what, what does matter is, is if you shut them down and they stop, Mm -hmm. I can promise you, they're not going to go back to the VA. Mm. And this is where I feel like some of our, our stats come from is these veterans kind of dissipate into the back. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take long in the, in the online world to be forgot about. And, you know, after a week of not podcasting or not, putting any content out there you've already been forgot about and nobody's checking on you to see why did you stop? Are you okay? And you know, now they're isolating themselves again there, you know, and and it leads to, to whether it be drug addiction, alcohol addiction, suicide, whatever, it doesn't end in the healthy methods that could have came from if they would have just been able to keep saying and getting off their chest what it is that they need to say.
0: Yeah.
1: And a lot of people don't understand this, and and this is a big reason why on my show I don't bring any politics into it. I don't bring any any of that type of stuff on it because everybody complains about how negative some of the social media stuff is. But what you what you search for is what it's going to give you. Yeah. And so you take a veteran that is already upset; he's thought about suicide, or she's thought about suicide. And then she gets on social media where she's arguing or he's arguing about the different political views that are out there, the the how Afghanistan ended and all these things. Well, that social media is going to just keep throwing that back in front of you. And it's yeah. going to keep giving you that same same thing because that's what you're searching for. Right. And if you if you get people in this industry long enough, you can learn how to manipulate some of your online environment. For example. Because I, it took a, it took quite a while, but I was that same guy that was upset about how the political beliefs and worlds are going to. And, and as I was getting more and more depressed, my ability to talk to people that disagreed was becoming harder and harder. And then I would go on Facebook and it would just keep feeding me, whether it be lies or truth, it doesn't matter, but it's feeding me this negativity Mm -hmm. that I'm fueling off of. And when you when you do that type of stuff, it becomes it becomes harder to get your way out of it. Yeah. And after I cut all that stuff off, you know, weeks down the road and I focused on my podcast and I focused on helping veterans. Guess what my algorithm started showing me? 501Cs that, that were for veterans. You know, it started putting me with people that could help me versus just piss me off. Yeah. And you have to you have to be patient. You have to learn how to manipulate it. And that's a lot of things that young podcasters and and newer people to the social media don't understand.
0: That is true. That is absolutely true. And I'm curious to know, like, what was it that really kind of got you into podcasting initially? Because one of the things I love to talk about here is what I call the lightning bolt moment. And that's that moment in time when you experience something or listen to something or hear, you know, like a meet someone and it just kind of, pushes you in that direction. and makes you just want to say like, Ooh, that's what I want to do. That's the kind of person that I want to be now. So you're in the military while you're in the military. Were you, did you discover podcasts then or was it
1: after all? No. no, it was, it was after, it was after the military. So when I got out of the military in 2014, I couldn't find work. I, I picked a great place to raise a family, just a horrible place to find a job. Ooh. And uh, so I did what I shouldn't have done because my mental state was not in that good of a an area at that time, but I started a business. I started okay. a trucking company. And so when I first got out, that's that's what I did to, to pay the bills. But it put me in a truck 11 hours a day driving and then out on the road by myself for six weeks at a time. And it just keeps you thinking and puts you more into your head. And yeah. so- that's why I say that, you know, it's not the route I should have taken. I wasn't mentally there to handle a business. But uh, I ended up, I ended in Missouri is where I ended up. I found a job. My old first aunt was able to help me get a job. And I brought my mom to Missouri where I could help take care of her. And uh, my wife and kids are still in Georgia
0: uh-huh.
1: at, the, at for right now. But uh, we went to the VFW is where we went to. Mm-hmm. became a member and we wanted to do we wanted to put ourselves back into that veteran camaraderie, you know, Yeah, we were looking for something and it didn't take us long to realize that, that that particular BFW is not where we were going to find it. Mm. And so one day my, my buddy, my, my first aunt, he was running a little gun business out of his house and I would go over there and help him build some guns and do some hydro dipping and reload some ammo. And, and when, you know, our, our way we relaxed would be to go out to the range and shoot and, and just have a good time. You know, and then at night we would drink a few beers or whatever while we were reloading or cleaning guns or whatever. And uh, just one day out of the blue, I looked at him. And I said, you know, what we should do is we should start a podcast for veterans. And he, mm. he just kind of chuckled and laughed. He said, oh, yeah, what would we call it? And I said, well, how about two drunk dudes in a gun room? And so <laughs> that's where the name came from. It was yeah. more about our environment and our hobbies and things that we enjoyed doing. Yeah, um, had nothing to do with the show, and uh, that's why I love that topic because I laugh all the time because I get hit on social media all the time about somebody who wants to tell me about how horrible of a person I am because I'm mixing alcohol with veterans and that are depressed and and I'm like, well, there's another one that's never watched a single episode because mm-hmm. you know I don't believe we've ever had an episode that I can think of off the top of my head that was strictly about guns or strictly mm-hmm. about alcohol, you know, right um so it's just
0: it's just setting up the environment that's all it, it is it's it's not. a name
1: it was a name yeah. that we thought thought was funny and we knew yeah. the veteran community could relate to yeah and uh, you know we have a kind of a dark humor mm-hmm. about ourselves and that's really the only way that you're going to get through some of the things that you see and some of the things that you experience is with that humor you know when you can kind of chuckle about almost dying you know people look at you like what is wrong with you but it's, it's a coping mechanism, you know, if you've ever had a child that you're yelling and screaming at, and the whole time he's laughing or smiling, those aren't that he's necessarily mocking you or doing it to be vindictive. Those are coping me- mechanisms, you know, yeah. I have seen soldiers that almost died and was laughing or smiling, and it was just the way their body was responding to it, and so... Yeah. That's all our humor is about, and that's just our, our nature. None of us recommend that if you are depressed that you should reach for a bottle and start drinking, and, and none of us recommend that you should be, you know, if you're not mentally stable to handle a firearm, you shouldn't have them in your house. You right. know, if, if, you're, if you're contemplating suicide or something like that, then you need to make your environment safe for you. Yeah. So the name has nothing to do with that. It was about us putting ourselves back with our old soldiers into Mm -hmm. that same humor that we had when we were deployed with them and we knew that they would find it funny. And that's literally exactly what happened. We would bring our soldiers on. We would tell stories about what had happened in the past, just kind of remembering back and forth. And then from there it went into some 501Cs that we found. We invited them on. And uh, the stories kind of got a little bit more in depth and a little bit more what's the word deeper into the yeah. emotions towards the end of season one, my buddy for personal reasons decided to step off the show and mm-hmm. I never rebranded it. I kept it the same, you know, one day he may decide to come back and, yeah. and there'll still be two drunk dudes in a gun room. We started this together. And right. so, you know, there'll always be a seat for him, but uh, that's, you know, that's where the name came from. And that's, you know, by the end of season one, I was hooked. You know, I I learned real quick, you know, that this was not just a a show, but this was my form of therapy. And by the end of season one, I no longer cared whether one person watched my show or 10,000 people watched it. I wasn't going to stop because I was seeing improvements in myself that I had not seen before.
0: Oh, that's great. It's like, it's almost like the opposite of pod fade, you know, you know like I'm yeah. sure you've heard about that, you know, like yeah. where, you know, people will go through a few episodes, a handful of episodes. I think some, I think like 10 or so is usually like the drop off. Like if you can get more than 10 episodes out there, then congratulations, you've done more than half the people that have ever gotten into podcasting. Yeah. And so this, this sound this sounds terrific. And it sounds like you're able to just kind of take that, you know, to, take the title and everything and kind of apply it to your guest as well. Yep. So
1: absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so season two, you know, I, I had to kind of re rechange the show because I'm not a, some people and, and, and my hat's off to the people that can do it. The ones that are, are having episodes by themselves where they're talking and, and there's no guests, there's no, nothing to feed off of. Yep. That is hard to do. I mean, yes, it, is. it really is hard to do. Oh yeah. And so my hat's off to anybody that could do it. But I learned real quick at the beginning of season two that I was not that guy. I couldn't mm-hmm. do that.
0: Yeah. You and gotta so, have that sort of that camaraderie to kind of play off yep. of
1: someone. Yeah. Yep. And so I, I I made it um a more of a focus to make it a more interviewing type uh, show. Mm-hmm. Um similar to like what you see with some of the other people, like Joe Rogan, where it's you know, people that i that have a story that I find interesting that mm-hmm. may or may not have anything to do with the veteran community at this point. Yeah. But the, I, I invite them on and we just have a conversation and talk. And I still don't care if there's one person watching or 10,000 people. That's you know, I have met a lot of really cool people through podcasting. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's, uh, I think part of that fade comes from first is, is you have to accept the fact that your show is going to be like a child. And as it grows, it's going to take on its own little, directions and, and you have to determine whether that's the route you want to go. But uh, if you're all wrapped up in your stats and thinking that you're going to make a bunch of money from this, you're going to struggle because you're yeah. going to learn really quick that, you know, I, I don't I don't even track how much money I've spent anymore. I really don't because <laughs> it yep. doesn't matter. This is my hobby. It's not, you know, I I'm I'm a supervisor for a maintenance department. So that's how I make my living. Mm-hmm. And when I get off work, I come home and I podcast until I can't keep my eyes eyes open no more. And then it's, you know, to bed and wash, rinse, repeat. But, uh, you know, if you're passionate about what you're doing, it becomes a lot easier.
0: Absolutely. You know, that's, that's one, one thing that I remember hearing a lot when, when people have been reaching out and asking like what, you know, what they need to do to really get started in podcasting. And one of the things that I remember hearing is someone saying, well, the topic that you choose to do, is that a topic that you can keep on carrying on a conversation about for at least 100 episodes? If you, if you can, then fabulous, then go for it. And that seems to be like the, a really good template, you know, to shoot for. Yeah. So it's, it sounds like, it sounds like you, you've really, you've gotten this, this great, this great handle on things. And, and again, like it sounds like you're having a blast and that is, At the end of it, like, I mean, that's, that's, that's a beautiful thing to be able to, to focus on a show that is, that's reaching out to people. It's something you're passionate about. So you're going to keep doing it and, and and it's going to have an impact, maybe not today, but you never know when someone is going to stumble upon your catalog. and and see like and start from episode one and work their way up and now all of a sudden they're after a while they're caught up and you got yourself another fan and that fan is going to be reaching out as well to other people just saying like wow it's worked so great for this guy why not me so was that the was that the impetus that really got the that got your your nonprofit up and running
1: yeah. I mean, I, I've had lots of people come to me and say, Hey, you know, I, I love what you're doing. I find that amazing. And uh, when you see it in action, you know, it, it, don't get me wrong. It feels great when people tell you that, but, but just hearing people say that and not seeing it can make it tough. Yeah. And uh, this year, like I said, this, we're almost now at the end of season two, we're getting ready to start season three. And I have seen some, some truly beneficial things. I, I, Hired a uh, a gentleman um, where I work at. Uh, he was a Navy veteran, mm-hmm. and I seen on his application. I, I'll never forget the story until I die, probably. But I seen on his application that he was a veteran. I didn't know Navy at that time. And during the interview, I looked at him. I said, "I said you were you were military." He said, "Yeah." I said, "What branch?" He said, "Navy." I said, "Well, I'm I'm glad. I'm glad because if you would have said Air Force, we were going to have to just end this interview and." I was, <laughs> I said, I need people that's going to work, not people that are, are going to try to get their hands all softened with moisturizer when they come to work, you know, and, uh, you know, it was just joking. And I don't know, it was probably two, three weeks after I hired him. One day he walked up to me and he goes, you're Donald Dunn. I said, man, you, you are Navy. That's, well, that's true. <laughs> I said, it, didn't, it only took you about three weeks to remember my name. You know? And he goes, he goes, no. He said, out in the car, out there in the parking lot, there's a car that says two drunk dudes in a gun room on the back window. He said, that's your car. I said, yeah. I said, that's also my podcast. He said, before I started here, another veteran told me about that show. And I started listening to it. He said, I had no idea that was you. He said, man, he said, it's amazing the stuff that you're doing. And that felt really good. Nice. You know, to, to have somebody that you don't know that was coming from another walk of life, didn't even come from the same branches. You know, I'm I'm army. He came from the Navy side and not knowing that when I hired him three or four weeks later, Mm -hmm. he put the, the, the face to the name and to the show and to have somebody come up and say that it was helping them and that they loved the show, you know, man, that felt really good. And that's, you know, that's where you start seeing it. And and then, you know, when you start seeing some of these artists, so, (laughs) Some some else to kind of back up a little bit that that we're we're doing with the foundation and and I have you know I never say if this happens because I'm a firm believer that you will you can will things into motion so yeah. when when this happens and and you see it on the TV for the first time you're gonna know where it came from but our goal our big time objective is that we want to create what's called the VMAs the Veteran Music Awards just like the CMA and I want to get it to where the, the, the veterans musicians that have made it like Mm -hmm. George Strait and, and all these guys that were served in the military that are still alive, still active in the industry. I want them to host it. And these guys that, you know, are trying to get there, Mm -hmm. you know, get their opportunity to be on the red carpet and, and get a little bit of a, other side a little bit of reward from the hard work that they're putting in yeah and uh, get their tv exposure and everything else and whether they become rock stars or not you know it doesn't matter because for that day they are yeah and whatever happens after that day is what happens and i want to create for the podcasters, I want, you know, you look at all the categories, there's, there's multiple different categories, health and fitness and mental health and, and, you know, comedy, comedy interviews and, and all these genres. Right. Yeah. But what, what I don't like is if you start searching for veteran podcasts, Mm -hmm. it's going to put you in one of two categories. You're either going to be in the government side, government and politics, right. Or mental health. Hmm. And I personally, as a veteran, I don't identify either way of those, yeah, you know my show's about interesting stories and some comedy and and good times, and you know sometimes the the 501 Cs I bring on might be about p- mental health, but that's just me bringing it on for anybody. You don't have to be a veteran to have PTSD. It's not a you know a disease that, that you can only get if you said I do and became in the military. Anybody can get PTSD. Right. And so I want to get rid of that stigma, you know, yeah. and I would like to create a, a side where you can see how many veteran podcasters are out there. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's important because again, you're not going to create this podcast and become successful. If you're also trying to finish out your military career. Yeah. there's just too many other things that go on in life. And uh, if you start seeing some of these people like the Sean Ryan's out there, and uh, Jocko and, and all these other guys that are successful veteran podcasters, mm-hmm. but they don't even have a category they're put in. They're being identified by their, by the guests that they bring on, mm. you know? And, and I, I kind of, it's kind of distasteful to think that if just because I bring a comedian on that I'm automatically considered a, a funny guy, you know, I, right. I, I feel like the veteran should have a a genre or a, a section that's going to allow other people to find us easier, yeah and uh, put people back into that camaraderie because most of the time that's what the veterans need It's not drugs that that you live on for the rest of your life. it's not alcohol it's they they're missing that camaraderie when they get out you know yeah. they were is completely stripped from them. you're no longer an anybody because you're, you're starting at your job at the very bottom after, you know, you spent 20 years bringing people back home alive. Yeah. Now you've got to ask permission to order a part for a vehicle. And it just kind of feels like, you know, your whole identity has been stripped. Yeah. And so, so you, it's
0: almost like you need to, to kind of these guys need to be reminded, just like, hey, you yeah. are and will always be part of this brotherhood.
1: Yep. You will be Absolutely. part of this family absolutely yeah and so we're going to do the same thing for them you know it may be at a smaller level just because of what the site you know there's more people that listen to music probably than than podcasts Mm -hmm. and so forth but but we're going to do that same thing you know there'll be podcasting awards and i'm currently working on my website now where i'm identifying the uh, the the veteran podcasters that are out there yeah and i've never been that guy that relies on other people to build it you know i'm not going to go to apple and say how come you don't have this this i'm just going to do it yeah and and maybe it doesn't mean anything to the big world but it might it'll be a place that veterans can come to and say hey i rank here on Mm -hmm. veteran podcasting categories and yeah if you see that and you can see some positive sides out of your stats again it goes back to keeping you talking keeping you active in the community making it to where other veteran podcasters can see you Mm-hmm. So when you're not producing content, we can reach out and say, hey, everything okay? You, you haven't been on for a while.
0: That's great. That's great. And are you also looking at basically just like kind of using this platform as a means of, of creating other spinoff shows? Like would other veterans be able to kind of reach out to you and say, hey, yep. I have an idea
1: for a show? Yep. So, so the three programs that we have, um, yeah. we talked about the radio station. We also have what's called Military United podcast streams. It's for gamers, yeah. it's yeah. for podcasters, broadcasters, and and what we do is is people that are are um, in this category they can they can stream to our pages. You know, I, I think there's somewhere around eight thousand followers on that page, so it, it helps. It gives you that satisfaction to see the amount of people that are increasing watching your show. Yeah. The other thing is that we we bring in people and we want them to be able to talk about public speaking, mental health, you know, how to manage life and podcasting Mm -hmm. and not get wrapped up in some things. What's important? What's not? If you ask, you know, a good portion of (coughs) of the podcasters out there and say, hey, what stats are important? Yeah. You know, and most of them are going to say downloads. But there's more to it than that. Right. You can go a lot deeper and not every stat is important.
0: Mm-hmm. And so
1: we want to also teach people to know what they're looking at. Because sometimes what you're getting depressed about really is irrelevant. It doesn't really matter.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and just like comparing comparing one show to another show and yeah. and just saying like, hey, you know, like Joe Rogan's getting millions of, of followers, and you're know, like, why aren't I building up like this? And, and it's like tempering expectations. As you yeah. go and working with them, that's that's terrific.
1: We we're also planning on on building up. You know, any anybody that wants to donate equipment, old mics, whatever. You know, yeah. We also want to have the ability to be able to reach out and and help podcasters get started. You know, and and have some equipment that we can just give them and say, hey, here's here's a mic to get started. Here's here's this. Here's that. You know, whatever that we have available yeah. um, to help out with, and take some of that financial cost out of it as well yeah and and so there's there's that part we also got what's called warrior words that are that's coming i'm still writing the program for that but Mm -hmm. it's it's for authors bloggers magazine article writers and and the goal from that will be to help them navigate through getting published have people come in and talk about the different writing formats how a book should be put together and i hopefully at one point even connecting them with publishers and and uh, things like that to help them get their book out there and and get known as well.
0: That's ter- that's terrific. That's that's so great. And not only is is it great just, you know, like providing the platform, but then all of a sudden, you know, like them providing the means to really excel on that platform. That yep. is something that's that's truly great. And yeah, I I want nothing but the best for this. How can how can other, you know, people who are not involved in the military? How can we help out?
1: So, we'll let's we'll break it down into the uh, the the few groups. All right. Okay. So for the the podcasting side of it, um, you can go to our Facebook or Instagram or our webpage and sign up and just be a listener. You know, mm-hmm. help out by by listening and and uh, um reaching out to them. Having some of these other veteran podcasters on your shows, if if you have a show, mm-hmm. um, if you yeah. are absolutely yeah. yeah, if you are uh, um if you are doing seminars and and talking and stuff like that i would love to have you come on and, and be able to talk to a group of uh, veteran podcasters in in areas not i want to i want to make correction if you have a product that you're trying to sell that is not what i'm bringing i, right. I don't I, mean, I don't want but if you if you were somebody out there that that you know does do public speaking and and can teach about public speaking and stuff like that i would love to have somebody that wants to volunteer to to put a seminar together and have some of these veterans listen in. And uh, those those types of things. For the radio station, the the big thing that we need for the radio station right now is DJs. So mm. if you if you have a podcast, whether you're a veteran or not a veteran, I have made it as as beneficial to other people as it is to the veteran community. The one thing I do not want the radio station to be is a playlist where it's mm. just music played nonstop. Yeah. And it is hard to, to find people that are willing to donate two or three hours out of their their life a week to doing a, a, a radio show. And I, I, if, you, if there's a podcaster out there that, that wants to do it, you are more than welcome to sell your podcast as much as you want on there. Yep. As long as it's not a talk show that you're doing, you're playing their music because that is what it's about. It's about giving the, the veterans the opportunity to get their music played you can talk about events you can talk about guests that came on your show you can mention your show every in between every song i don't care yeah. you know and in return you're you're helping making the you're contributing to the station to make it a little bit better and and you're kind of getting a station that will be able to resonate to people versus just going on and listening to song after song after song after song right and uh, so that that's one way that that you can help with the the, the radio station like I said, I haven't released the program yet for the War, Words for Warriors. Mm-hmm. I'm still in the middle of putting it all together. But uh, at, that, at that point, too, you'll be able to go to the website and you'll be able to purchase some of these veterans' books that they have wrote. If you're in that industry, you're more than welcome to do the same thing, and, and we can put together some seminars that you can teach some of these veterans on, on your side of what you know and what your expertise is. Mm-hmm. If somebody wanted to donate, they can go to uh, Heroes Voice Media Foundation and there's a donate button on there that that people can donate if you have equipment if you're an old podcaster and you decided that you're not podcasting anymore and you got a bunch of stuff that's just sitting in the corner mm-hmm. and you want to donate that as well absolutely you can same with recording equipment and stuff for for artists that we've got a lot of musicians that are you know not necessarily trying to be professional musicians but they're they're trying to tell their story through YouTube and and everywhere else so you know a, a better mic or better recording software or something out there that mm-hmm. would help them as well and then just just remember when you when you're going through and and take the time to follow these artists' pages you know help pull them out of the algorithms of spotify and, and go and and like their pages and and uh, you know follow rate them and everything else cuz that's what's going to help pull them out of not being seen on some of these bigger uh, platforms.
0: Yeah, that sounds fantastic. And where can my listeners
1: find you on social media? So they can find me. I'm listed. My show as one of the shows under military United podcast stream. So if you, if you search two drunk dudes in a gun room, you're not going to find a page specific for that. But if you go to military United podcast streams, there's a Facebook and an Instagram page for those. Nice. And then, you'll find everybody's show there that that is streaming whether they're streaming live or uploading recordings same with youtube there's a military united podcast streams youtube page mm-hmm. if you wanted to learn more about what i'm doing and and the mission you can go to two drunk dudes in a gunroom.com and just about every link to any of the other stuff that i got you can find from there you can go to the radio station and listen as a listener gunroomradio.com You can download my app, Two Drunk Dudes in a Gun Room, and listen to the radio there. All of it's 100% free. You don't even need to have a a login account. No email questions, no personal information. Download the app and hit play. Oh, that's Um, great. You know, and and because it's not about money. It's not about trying to get people's personal information and then spam you a million times to get you to buy something. It is about listeners listening to these guys' songs. And maybe mm-hmm. one day you're sitting around a, a group and you find out that there's somebody that's looking for a band and you can say, you know what, I I know of this site that's got veterans and, and you guys are having a veteran event. Maybe one of those bands would be able to, to come and, and perform. And next oh, thing you know, you you're helping them out by just being a listener and spreading the word and they're getting a gig and the bills are paid for another month. That's you know? wonderful. Yeah. Um, and and we don't take any of that money. You know, we have nothing to do with what the what any of the bands or any podcasters or anything does with with any of that their business stuff, you know. Yeah. So if anybody is looking for something like that, you can reach out to me and I will put you in contact with the artists that I think would be great and then you guys get to work out whatever you want to work out between them. It, none of that money, we don't take any uh, not a dime from them. As a matter of fact, The Operation Encore that that helps us, if one of the artists that you're looking for is an Operation Encore artist, Operation Encore will usually pay that band's travel expenses to get them to you as long as you're going to pay them to play. Oh, wow. You know, and that's just another organization that's helping veterans, and they don't take a dime from the artists either.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's wonderful. That is that is wonderful and there's so many great ways that you can you can help your that you can help all these these great men and women to get their stories out there to get their to get whatever is inside them to help them get it out because at the end of the day you know no matter whether you're in the military or not you know like we all want to be seen we want to be heard we want to be acknowledged and going that extra mile and listening to their stories and getting to let them know that you are listening, that you are appreciating everything that they're saying, that's going to go a long way toward helping people. This is a project that deserves every bit of celebration and, and more. So I am so thankful to Donald for telling his story here on Excelsior journeys and allowing the opportunity for so many other people to get their stories told this is a wonderful wonderful network and I am so excited for what's to come for it so for Donald Dunn this is George Soroy saying to all of you ever upward and I will see you next week thank you very much for listening to this episode of Excelsior Journeys I hope it was both inspiring and entertaining Special thanks to Zach Comtoff for providing new music for the intro and outro. Please take a moment to leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends and subscribe to your platform of choice by going to he's got slash podcasts. While there, you can also fill out the application to be a guest, inquire about sponsorship opportunities, and click on the Buy Me a Coffee link if you wish to give your support to the show. All interaction is very much appreciated. If you have a question, comment, or suggestion for the show, please direct it to george at he'sgotit.com.